Welcome to the Anxiety Coaches Podcast, a relaxing and informative show where we explore anxiety, panic, and PTSD, sharing how you can overcome them for life. Aloha, welcome back to the Anxiety Coaches Podcast. I'm your host and coach, Gina Ryan, and I am so happy to be with you again today as together we can consider the many ways to bring your mind and body back to its natural peace and calm. We offer a number of ways to help you with your journey here at Anxiety Coaches Podcast, and I hope you will take advantage of everything that we offer. Be sure to subscribe to this twice-a-week podcast. I'd also suggest visiting our website where you can sign up for our newsletter, you can listen to the 10-minute body scan meditation, and check out the group and one-on-one coaching options, along with the resources and more information on anxiety. Go to anxietycoachespodcast.com and check all that out today. In today's episode, I want to talk about uncertainty, reaction, and anxiety. And I want to do this around a listener question. I have a great question here that came in, and I wanted to read it to you from one of our amazing listeners, and then we'll get to talking about how to get out of this reaction, this uncertainty that flips us into having a reaction, which flips us into having more anxiety. Here's the letter from our listener. Hi, Gina. Thanks so much for all that you do. Your podcast has been so helpful to me. I wanted to ask about real danger and perceived danger from anxiety. We are traveling to California this week, and I am spending too much time researching earthquakes and fault lines to determine if it's safe to travel there. But instead, it's causing me more anxiety. Obviously, I'm seeking reassurance through Google, and it's not working. I am really interested in hearing your thoughts. Thank you. And so thank you so much for sending that letter in. And I briefly addressed it uh, in an email back to her, but I thought it was a great podcast topic because the earthquakes happen. And this was just a recent email, obviously, after the recent California, two earthquakes that happened, uh, one right after the other. And so now she's going to be traveling there. And so she's concerned Well, I want to start out by saying I'd be concerned too. That's a normal, natural feeling to be thinking, should I go? Is this safe? These are things that we should always, you know, not uh, not discount, but think about and, and pay attention to when this comes up for us. And so we want to check in. I thought it was fine to be uh, you know, looking at things, making sure the area you're going to is safe and settled now and that there aren't any warnings. Um, that's the, what you need to do. This is holding it in the light of looking for information and not seeking certainty. Because one of the things that holds us back in, keeps us down in that wormhole is this idea 
that there is certainty because it makes us always looking for it. If I could just find the certainty, then I can do X, Y, Z. If Google can tell me that everything's okay, then I can go. But the reality with the anxious mind is, even if you get that reassurance, anxious minds will find another rock to turn over that is worrying about something, a new concern, a new angle to look at it. Oh my gosh, I didn't think about this. What if that? And the reason is because there are so many possibilities. It's endless. There are 10,000 possibilities and each one of those has 10,000 more. There's no way to become completely concrete certain. You do the best you can and then you have to let go and you have to go with the decision that you made. When we are searching for certainty, it is a clue to us that we are anxious, that our nervous system is on high alert. And that's the thing we want to pay attention to. Not the thing that we're looking for uh, assurance on, but inside of us. We want to say, you know, be kind to yourself. What's going on in there? Why are you so concerned about this? I'm going to read to you what I, I sent to our listener, and then I'll continue on. But I said to her um, that it was a great question, and I would like to address it in the next recording session. For you right now, though, do the best you can with what you have and let go of the rest. You are going where so many people live. Use reasonable precaution and go. And I told her my favorite reminder for times like this is the serenity prayer. It brings us back to just remember that there are things that we can control and things that we cannot control. So the things that we can control you do like she is doing. She's checking in to the area she's going to. There are people probably living there. They haven't evacuated or put up travel warnings. We live in a area that is very cautious. I mean, they will send out, actually, just case in point, today, right here while I am recording, there are um, brush fires here on the island down in the uh, the dry side of the island, and they're evacuating people. They've closed the highway. They're not letting people go through there. It, it there, we live in an area in this country, and most people who are listening to this are in probably areas around the world that still have helpers. There are people that will close down a highway, the the, um, county. They'll take care that people are not putting themselves in danger by mistake, right? Like you you didn't watch the news and you didn't know that there was, uh, you know, a troubling area or a brush fire or an earthquake possibility. Now, understandably, things like earthquakes and even these brush fires, they're not predictable. But then we come back to that looking for certainty again, don't we? There is no certainty. Even if we have crossed all our T's, dotted all our I's, tied it all up with a beautiful bow, 
the world is still unpredictable. Life is unpredictable. So you do the best you can with the information you have. You make a decision and then you let go. You have to let go. It is our holding on with our anxious minds that get us in that, flip us right back into that fear, adrenaline, fear cycle, because we won't let go. We're determined that there must be an answer. We are built with a negative bias. Our brain is built like that. This is why we have survived and we are able to detect danger early. You know, we have these systems and that's okay. That's wonderful. It keeps us safe. And so know that about your mind and body. They're working for you. It's just that you may have become so oversensitized due to what? Maybe stress in your life, maybe things that are happening in your environment or inside you. And you are oversensitized to your own alarm system inside you. And once that amygdala has become oversensitized, it just takes time to calm it back down again. It can take a long time, but we can't not work on it because otherwise it's going to stay in that stuck on position. So this is all we do here, right? We're trying to get the message to the amygdala I am safe. All is well. So for our listener who was Googling, the problem comes up because Google is not telling you all is safe, all is well. It is telling you just the opposite. Any possible thing that could go wrong, they're going to tell you about it. Now that doesn't mean that it couldn't possibly happen, but you have to use your own wise mind. We have to let the amygdala go to the back burner for a minute, pull up our wise mind and say, wait, here's the information I have. I'm going to make an executive decision here and then go with it. You can adjust as you go, but you can give yourself your own reassurance that I've done the best I can with the information I have, and this is the decision I have made. Now, of course, we always use reasonable precautions, but th- and that's just what I mentioned. Check out what's going on there, use reasonable precaution, and then go. Understand that the fear and the fear of uncertain times is not a default of your your mind, your body, your character. This is natural. This is normal. There's nothing wrong with feeling fear in challenging times, and especially with unknown possibilities. This is human. Remember, as humans, we have a multitude of emotions that we can feel, and they're not all just the favorable ones. There are many emotions that are difficult to feel, but we are meant to still feel them, such as fear. It is keeping us on alert. What has happened to us is that we begin to fear the fear or we begin to stay in the fear and not let it go. So you can see where we can get into trouble there. And then we exhaust ourselves. But we all feel fear. Everyone does. Even once you clear your anxiety, you will still feel fear. You just won't look at it the same way anymore, but you'll feel it. And this is part of our common humanity. Everyone on this planet feels fear. And somehow remembering to feel the fear as 
and that it is a part of being human makes us less likely to fall into the fear, adrenaline, fear cycle. Knowing that other people feel this and that this is a part of being human gives us a little bit of strength and a little bit of courage. So use the fear, respond to the fear, Notice that fear can keep you safe as long as you keep it in its place and don't run with it as the only thing that's out there. You have to remember to pull up your wise mind, your executive functioning, and say, what what is the information I have and what is the best decision I can make? Not the best decision that Google is telling me to make. Don't give away your power. Make your own decisions. Stay away from the reaction, the old habitual response that you have to fear and uncertainty. This comes by practicing our um, meditations, our journaling, our gratitude practices, because they give us another way to use our mind, to have our mind know that it can focus on other things instead of just the old habitual response to fear, which is, and just reacting all the time. It's when we get overwhelmed by things like Google or too much information. You know, many people don't seek uh, reassurance on Google. They seek reassurance from people around them. They ask everybody they know. They make a lot of phone calls or text messages and checking in with other people. What do you think? What what should I do? And then they are, are also getting overwhelmed by too many opinions, too many other uh, ways of looking at it. And they are selling themselves out because you can do it. You just have to slow down enough and remember to be calm enough. And you do that by doing the practices ahead of time. Like I always say in meditation, we're throwing out breadcrumbs so that we can find our way back to that center of peace and calm when we need it. But we don't find it in the middle of um, uncertainty, in the middle of panic or fear. We find it in our daily routine of doing our meditation and our gratitude and our yoga and our exercise, all of the things that feed us. That is how we remember to get back to our peace and calm in times of stress, because we have gone there so many times when we were practicing that we know the way by heart. So don't give up on your practices when you start feeling better. Keep them going. Keep going on your meditation. Keep going on your journaling and your gratitudes and your physical exercises and Please don't start drinking caffeine just because you feel better because you know I'll be I'll be getting on my soapbox about that if I hear about it. It's one of those things that we just think, okay, I feel better today or I feel I felt better for a week and we fall back into our old habits and then we will just get what our old habits gave us before. And so When you are trying to find a way to feel certain about something, let that be the red flag to you that what else is going on? Say, I can't be totally certain about everything, but here's what I have for information. I'm going to lay it all out in front of me. I'm going to look at it and I'm going to make the best decision, the best decision that I can 
right now and go with that. I hope that you guys will remember that it's just okay to have those feelings of uncertainty. It's okay to feel the fear. It's okay to be angry sometimes. It's okay to feel any of the sadness, to let depression flow through you. It's okay because you don't need to be alarmed by it to the point of scaring yourself. We're human and we have the full the full catastrophe of life. We have emotions that run the gamut and we are built to be able to feel them all. It doesn't mean that you are broken. It doesn't mean that there's something wrong with you. It means that you are feeling something in the moment and you are letting it flow through you and it will change. Because as we always say, this too shall pass. Everything changes. I look forward to hearing from you if you have a question that you would like to ask and have me answer on the show, anxietycoachespodcast at gmail.com. That's it for today's episode. And before I read today's quote, I want to put out a personal invitation to those of you who would like to take your healing and your clearing of your anxiety panic to another level. If you are not someone who wants to join a group coaching program, you may be interested in joining in with me on coaching one-on-one. You can learn more about that at the website, anxietycoachespodcast.com and go to the one-on-one coaching page. Feel free to send me an email, anxietycoachespodcast at gmail.com with coaching in the subject And I'll be sure to get back with you and we'll take it from there. No need to have this drag on forever. And now for today's quote. It's not a terrible thing that we feel fear when faced with the unknown. It is part of being alive, something we all share. And that's from Pema Chodron. I'll be back in a few more days with another podcast. Until then, be well and aloha. Thanks so much for joining us for today's episode of the Anxiety Coaches Podcast. Find more information at the anxietycoachespodcast.com.